Welcome to Nerdables episode 433. On this episode, we talk about Miss Marvel season premiere. We also talk about Kenobi episode four and talk a little bit about the boys. So this is going to be Nerdables episode 433, Miss Marvel and the Jedi. Welcome to Nerdables. I'm Ari. Joining me are Chris and Ethan. Hello, guys. Hello there. So we'll jump right into oh, Obi Wan Kenobi week. episode four, which so that was last week. So many people are hating. It's too I mean, boring. There's uh, the there's big, nothing going on. You know what the biggest oh. one, one of the biggest complaints I heard was it was only thirty six minutes. I can't believe it was so short. I was like, so be happy you got it. It's part of the storytelling process. Nothing happened. It was a stupid waste of an episode. I don't know how you can say nothing happened. My thing is, and something I read is like a lot of people are trying to compare it. It doesn't have the same kind of draw or action to A New Hope. Can we stop comparing every piece of new Star Wars to the very first movie that was That's in the 70s? That's all Star Wars fans could do. I don't understand why, though. Well, the, you know what? The, the, the funny thing is, is they don't understand the first exactly. movie either. And every yeah. time they're like... There isn't as much characterization, and I've always contended to everybody. There is no characterization, the, except for Luke. There is no characterization in that first movie. They're I'm all so archetypes, and they're all the same from start to finish. So the people that are sitting there are just like, oh, there used to be more characterization. Yeah, in three films mm-hmm. than what it was. Now there's people that are just like, yeah, but you know, Clone Wars did it better. Yeah, because there's seven seasons. Like The reason that everybody loves Ahsoka is because you've seen her for years mm-hmm. versus you know somebody that you get in, say, the, the, the sequels where you'll get three movies, or sometimes only two. I saw somebody say, I'm just so sick of it. Everybody whines in this ep- in this show. There's just so much whining. Like, Have you watched a Star Wars movie? It's a Skywalker trait. Mm-hmm. Anakin whined a lot. Luke lines, whines a lot. So when everyone's just like, oh, Leia lines a lot. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a Skywalker trait. It's in that's, the blood. That's in there. <laughs> episode four, I felt episode four was very quick. Yes. Like it moves very quickly. There are a couple of transitional type scenes that are usually in other shows. Because I also noticed that, that weren't in that that episode. I noticed when I, you know, what is it, three weeks ago now when the um, anniversary of Empire, I watched that that night. And it's like, this movie moves yeah. like crazy. Mm-hmm. Like it just doesn't stop. Boom, 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 boom. And then all of a sudden somewhere around where Han gets to Bespin, I paused it to go get something or whatever. It's 45 minutes left in this movie. I'm like, most of the movie that I remember is already gone. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that more than a third of that film takes place on Bespin. Mm-hmm. Like, this is nuts. This is so much exposition on the on Bespin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's just a lot of stuff that happens. It's it's it it did have a different feel. Episode four of or Kenobi. chapter four of Kenobi for the other ones. And I think that's intentional. It very much gets back to, I think that's the most Star Wars of all of them because it has the rescue that shouldn't work. You know, I've said for a while, well, episode eight, Last Jedi spends all this time trying to set up why none of this should work, right? This, this you know, swashbuckle spice hero thing. It's all dumb. It's all stupid. You don't take all, you know, you take all your bombers and you blow them all up and it's supposed to be a victory and it's not all of that. And then J.J. Abrams is like, no, watch this. And then we go to rescue Chewbacca, where they literally run down a hallway, never stop to aim, shoot 65,000 stormtroopers, and then get Chewie and get him off here. Mm. This episode is, none of this should work. None of it should work. It's just running down hallways and shooting wildly, and of course the stormtroopers get hit and the good guys don't. 
And that's it, what Star Wars was. That's that's the fun part. Is there you go. And everybody and kept goes. talking about how absurd it was. He was able to get in there so easy. They tell you there's no security because it's absurd. The, he gets in there almost the exact same way Cal Kestis does. Yeah, in the same Cal Kestis, the, the, again, in the same facility. The, the same argument can be made that two stormtroopers walking a Wookiee down a, a corridor in the Death Star that has no aliens on it. Uh huh. Shouldn't have worked either, but it does because it's a movie mm. and it has to be written that way. Where everyone's the, the people had a problem with episode three, like, well, they just let the droid walk by. Vader doesn't stop him because reasons. I said, yeah, the reasons are that's only episode three. Right. We know there's six. You can't just reach out and crush Obi Wan's windpipe right there. Like, if you do that, you guys are going to freak out like crazy too. So I don't know. You know, it's it's you have to not only suspend your disbelief because something's real. Let's just suspend your disbelief. It's like stuff happens because. There's more show. Well, that's why you you really have to suspend your your disbelief when Obi Wan is walking Leia out under the trench coat. Yeah, you know that was that to me. If there if there was one thing I'm going to say, okay, I have an issue with that would probably be it. Yeah. That and the uh, and the speeder stopping in midair and just kind of hovering. But that one I can digress on because it's not that big of a deal and. We've never known. If I they, think it's, yeah, it's, we never know if those those speeders can do that. It's or not. never had. It's never had. Yeah, it's it's. I would believe a speeder could stop and hover fairly easily. More so than a man with four legs. A man who's like obviously has some sort of like weird growth on his stomach. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you're not passing the fitness. That was the funny thing is like they're passing by so many people. You're like, eh, you didn't think someone would no, notice like, that you're just like they, something on your hip there. How did you pass the physical? I, I wanted at least one person. To like stop and turn, yeah, especially because he's like, you know, got it wrapped around and he's holding it like really tight. Or like something. you would have that thought it would be better for him to for him to like hold her on his shoulders or something or on his back. Yeah, like a backpack or something. I they should just put her in little like a little child uniform. <laughs> like this ten year old is a member. No, of just the put her in a put yeah, her in an a officer's droid. uniform. Just, yeah, just put her in, a, in an office. like the junior officer club. <laughs> just put her in a gunk droid. There is something to be up. said when. I was in college. We had a speech teacher that used to talk about this. As he said, if you have a headset, this is in the 90s, if you have a headset and a clipboard, you can walk anywhere you want. No one is ever going to give you any. any well, nowadays it's it. a ladder. If you it, walk in with a ladder anywhere, nobody's going to question said, it. He said he, he, went, he went to a, he had a concert where he just like picked up a, a, a clipboard and he had like a fake headset and he walked backstage because while he was on the headset, he was just talking like, yeah, you got to move this to here and just walk by seven security people and just walked in because he didn't have a badge or anything, but he looked like he belonged. That was his big thing. If you look like you belong, you can do it. I know someone who got on the ice in the 2007 Stanley Cup championship when the Anaheim Ducks won because they just stood next to somebody and matched the way that that person walked. So with that sense of authority, just popped right in. I do it all the time. Yep. At cons, I walk in. I have my phone up to my ear, like I'm talking on the phone, and I just walk through. Like, and somebody tries to stop me. It's like, yeah, okay, thanks. I, I'm, uh, you know, I'm gotta go here, and I or I'm no go. I know where I'm going. And if you walk in there with that confidence, like you know what you're doing, and you're you own the place, they will not stop you. And they they proved it when I can't I forgot her name again. Who was the imperial officer? Tala. 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 Tala proved it exactly what I'm saying in this episode. You know, when she stops to get questioned, well, 
Wait, I'm a higher rank than you. Why are you questioning me? You have no business questioning yeah, again, me. Again, that should never work, but in a Star Wars movie, that works. So mm-hmm. there you Well, go. you see, when it doesn't work, she had at least the ability to, to kill the officer that you know questioned her. Mm-hmm. Um, no, she knocked him out. No, she killed him. She knocked in a him side out. closet. Um, we call this the killing room. <laughs> Then, then there was a, everybody went ballistic because there was, when Kenobi went into the room where they had the interrogation for Leia, and they had the two stormtroopers, and he kills them in the dark, and you see the lightsaber. It's almost like how uh, Starkiller does it in one of the games, and people were like, oh my god, look at that, they did it just like Starkiller, and he was like, shut I up. Think the now we're going to get Starkiller. He'll be here before the end of next year. I think um, you'll get you'll get Dash Rendar before you get him. No, they'll do him in, in six inch before the end of next year. Oh, six inch. Yeah. I they're already doing. They already announced the three and three quarter. Yeah, but the three and three quarter is just a repack. Right. Yeah, he'll come in six inch before the end of next year. Um, I don't want him to, but then again, the I kind of do. Want I don't him, care. It's so people spend shut up. So much time talking about him for no reason. Yes. Um, the one the one scene I wish there was. So he's. He gets burned in episode three. They take him back. They put him in the Bakta. And he's wearing like a loose t-shirt, kind of baggy whatever. And here he's got like a classic Jedi tunic. Yes, he does. One, where to come from. And two, I thought that was the perfect suit up scene. To just be sort of like, he gets back into something uh-huh. he hasn't worn in a long time. Um, whether, you know, it's not his sort of thing, but just mm. like, oh, I, I remember wearing something like this. So I thought that was the only thing I wish was there. I thought they missed an opportunity that. to put him in Stormtrooper armor to give a kind of a nod to mm. Luke and Han. I think it's fine because he had to come in the other way. So but that, I thought that was the only thing that was kind of missing. It did feel differently than the other three to me. I noticed when I got through it, I was like, I don't know if I like this one as much as the others, but it's still good. Like it's People not- are saying that they didn't like two and four. I thought two was fine. Well, it's definitely an episode that has, I mean, for lack of a better word, a filler. Uh, it definitely gives you something to progress the series, but not a whole lot, if that makes sense. It's nothing that's progressing the story. To me, I it's just a matter of, you know, going on and we have to just complete this part of the story real quick. Well, I think they, if, if the problem with that is then the people that have a problem with Leia getting captured again. That's a big like how many times too. are we going to have that happen? It's probably going to be a lot. Um, you have to keep getting captured, or it ends. Right, it's kind of put themselves in it. That's where where it is. You either um, you either don't find her till the very end, and it's the whole thing building up to it, or if you do capture, or she does get captured, you have to rescue her, and uh, then you have to get her captured again, or the show ends. Well, even if it, if they just stop it as you know, now this part of the story is done. And the last two episodes focusing on Kenobi, Vader, you know, that kind of dynamic of him trying to once know, Kenobi all gets that out. once Kenobi saves Leia and gets her back to Alderaan, the story's over. He has to get one after well, that happens, he has to get sense, back to Luke. The story's over if they lose him. Because that's the thing, is he the story's not over because he has to get back to, to, to Tatooine without yes. anybody knowing he's there. That's yes. the other thing. We were forgetting, like, they don't find him on Tatooine. Mm-hmm. They find another Jedi on Tatooine. They find him to be somewhere else. She, Reva uses Leia's capture as bait, and it works. They have no idea where he came from. Mm-hmm. She, so she was hoping back, the, Je- the Jedi He has found. to get back 
to Tatooine without anybody knowing mm-hmm. that he's back. So you have a chance. There's, there's different ways you can do that in terms of losing people. He can kill Reva. He can, he can wipe stuff, whatever. Or he could make everybody think that he's dead. And that's where Vader's a presence I've not felt since comes from is that he believes that Kenobi has been killed at the end of this. Mm. You know, he's in a ship that blows up or whatever, and he just can't feel him because he learns how to mask his his presence in the Force, which we haven't seen canonically, except Luke does it in, in Episode 8. He turns himself off from the Force. Well, Kenobi the way you do did, that yeah, long you... enough where oh, the explosion happens and he can turn it off like a switch... And Vader's like, I can't feel him. He must be dead. And then he starts to get rumors again that Obi-Wan's alive or whatever that leads to it. I mean, there's there's different places we can go. And I know that's what the internet exists on is like, how do we debate all of these these things? And I said, I just want to see it. That's it. We've only got well, two, that's the other problem. We've got two episodes left. Is like, everybody it's not so- like we're going towards a brand new season. Like, we've got two episodes yeah. left and that's it. This is all we're, we got... Well, they're, they're hoping now they're hoping it will go to a second season because they're they, hoping they're talking because about it mentioned it. the second season. But, the thing but is, you, they've already shot this. Season? So you've already wrapped it. Yeah, it's wrapped it and you wrapped it as if it was only um, one season because it's unlikely that you can come up with another story where Obi-Wan Kenobi is going to be interesting to go off planet unless you want to do something with Maul and you already did it and it's done and forget it. And we may only get one season of this, and that's okay because we've had mm-hmm. Ewan McGregor play Obi-Wan a whole bunch, and we've had a whole seven seasons of Clone Wars with him in it, mm-hmm. and it'll be all right. So we've got two more episodes. And, but, and people are also focusing on there. on the fact that, you know, he now he knows Leia. Leia knows he's Obi-Wan Kenobi, so that changes the the uh, communique that no, she sends him. Still doesn't. I know. Yeah. And there's, uh, you know, other things with, you know, that they're saying that, um, or out, that throw cannon out of whack, you know, and they finally had to come out and the producers finally came out and said, guys, wait, all of the cannon stuff will be answered. Don't worry. Finish watching the stupid show. Except for the fact that none of the cannon has been challenged at all. No, well, no, none of it. Not technically. None of it. Mm-hmm. She's sending a communication she records it in the moment where she knows she is going to be captured. I, I totally understand. With a droid that would... No, I'm just going to explain it. It's just like explain it to everybody else. With a droid that has a very high likelihood of being intercepted. Yes. Why would you be like, what's up, Ben? Remember when you saved my life? That's great. Can you do me a favor? Can you be a huge part of the rebellion and come back and fight your old master? It would be cool. Rather than just saying a very formal, very quick... You know, she records it in a hallway. Especially at that point, she is still a senator's daughter who is still an imperial senator. They haven't dissolved the Senate at that time. Mm. She's not going to send out an inform, you know, a, a communication that is familiar. My mm. surprise is everyone seems to have these issues with canon that aren't issues with canon. But never said anything for the first episode of the Bad Batch because they don't know oh, the canon. Totally, because they never read the comic that can't establish Kanan's origin as much, much different. At mm-hmm. least seventy-five percent of the posts that you see out there are only people. Sorry, all they've seen all is- you know, guys. It's mostly that have only watched the movies. They have, only seen and the they may have seen a couple of the cartoons or something like that. Some of them hadn't even seen Rebels and are going. So, you know, oh, wait, you're, you're talking about throwing out cannon and this and this, this, you know, this doesn't make sense. If you watched Rebels, it would. 
You know, you know, you they, they have to have you have to have Vader or uh, Obi Wan and Maul. They have to fight. They have to because Obi because Maul's in Solo. They have to. If you already see, you know, it's already happened. You got people saying it's already happened. It's in the cartoon. I don't watch the cartoons. Those are for kids. God forbid they watch the. Dance. I don't watch. The, I don't read the comic books. I don't read the books. Well, then you don't get. The then story. you don't know the whole story. You don't get the story then, and so yeah, I mean, it's. I don't know. It's just. Uh, it's not something that's overly incorrect. If anything, like what they're, what their points that they're making, even if it did step on it a little bit. What they've done is not something that's gone like and erased so much of it, where it's just no. like you're going to be mad about it. Like I said, if, if they kill Kenobi and then they're like, "Here's another yeah. weird dude," he's just he's got force powers too, and he's just there. Like that would be hilarious. It's just it's it's. A, I can only imagine now every time. Well, I, that explains why he doesn't like recognize that R two. Also explains how he changes so much. I was like, hey, I can't believe he changes so much in just the It's like because it's two different actors. It, it's mm-hmm. it's makeup. It's 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 made yeah. up. It's just it's fantasy. It's whatever. That's it. And I've said I. How do, do you have a problem with uh, uh, the fact that uh, James Rhodes looks a hell of a lot different than he does in his first appearance, or Bruce Banner? Mm-hmm. None of you guys complain about that, and yet you complain that two actors separated by forty years don't look like they should be the same. Yeah. Where it is, it was a funny joke at first, and then people have been telling like, I don't understand how they're going to explain. It. It's like you don't have to explain anything. Yeah, that's just that you just don't an have actor. to. That's yeah. the thing. It's just you know. The only there, well, there actor no that they seem to be okay. The, 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 there's no explanation why um, Terrence Howard turns into... Uh, Cheadle? Yeah, Don Cheadle. You know, no one's like, well, oh, they should have they should have addressed that, why he changes so much. Oh, you lost some weight, and your hair changes, and your voice is different. And no, because then that, that becomes pandering to your audience. Yeah, and it, that's it, what it totally stupid. is. It's yeah, just, it, it's, it doesn't need to be explained. You most of these people the that, that don't... Ewan McGregor plays the same character... As Alec Guinness played, and then let it go. Mm-hmm. Most of these people, people that bitch out. and complain have no idea how to write a movie or how to produce a movie. I know how to write a movie. I already wrote four of them. And all they want to do is bitch and complain about somebody else. I wrote this. Kathleen Kennedy, trilogy. poor woman. I hope she never reads the internet because she gets blasted for absolutely no reason. Well, I'm sure she knows. Well, you know, she was fired from being creative control. She has no creative input. That's incorrect. She she really didn't. She's the head of the company. It's also incorrect. Bob um, Bob Iger never, did not have creative input into any of the Disney movies. She never had creative input. That's where everybody gets it wrong. Yes, but they say she was like, fired. She was, she, they she was she taken away from her. She wrote the sequel trilogy. No, she didn't. Right. She <laughs> approved it. She didn't even hire the people that did. She approved the hiring. Correct. As other people said, hey, we should get JJ to, to do Correct. Next seven. We should. So it's just it, yeah, they, nobody really knows how Hollywood works if you're not in it, um, and then you don't care to. But it's 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 yeah. the same thing with Ryan Johnson. He got put in a box that he had to direct and write out of. Mm. You know when when the director before you puts somebody literally on an island and takes them completely out of it. Which by the way, I was thinking about this. Luke Han and Leia, maybe maybe Leia is okay, but Luke and Han. Should not have shown up to the last movie. And you, when you under, when you watch Jurassic, you understand why I say that. That's all. It's should have, should have, should have. It's just rewriting everything. We we take what we what we got. Yes, and it's there, and that's that's it. I mean, we can't. No, like you're the, you're right. Joke to just say like I wrote a movie. I, I rewrote the sequel trilogy, and it's a hell of a lot better. I mean. 
great. I rewrote Book of Boba Fett in my head, and I sure think it's a hell of right. a lot better. Um, if you think you can write something be better than what's there, then do it. Write it and submit it, and hope that they produce it. Yeah. yeah, but you have to have connections. But you have to understand, Disney screwed up Star Wars. You said so fix the, it. You said the same thing about about George Lucas with with yeah. with the George prequels. Lucas. You said the same thing about George Lucas with the with the re-release. You said the same thing with George Lucas with the Return one, of the Jedi. The one thing that I would love is just seeing George Lucas now looking at the computer like, not my problem. Hey, everyone hates Kenobi. Not my fault. I mean, there's so hey, many. Hey, everyone hates the sequel trilogy. Not my fault. There's so what many people do. out there that think that Fav- what Favreau and Filoni are doing is in spite of Kathleen Kennedy, that she has nothing to do with, with what they're doing, that they were hired. You watch them on stage. I'm pretty sure John Favreau had sex with Kathleen Kennedy. I, so I know. <laughs> my, they, uh, they were so complimentary to her. How do you think he got the job? No, I'm just kidding. My, uh, my favorite is, uh, was, it, was it Ewan or was it Hayden? Who was like, I'm so glad to see people start to accept the prequels because, boy, you didn't before. It was both of them. Yeah, it, it was just like really set it out. Like, um, Ewan said it, and then, and then Hayden said, it's really nice that people really appreciate the job we did. Kind of went out there. Was a, I thought that Ewan was, was funny. Went, on the, went on the tangent of it's, look, these movies were made for kids. They were never yeah. supposed to be for you adults. And thankfully, you know, after 20 years, you finally accept them. Yeah, something to But that Hayden, they, and then when Hayden came on the stage... He said, I think uh, Ewan said to him, so how does it feel to, to finally uh, be welcomed to the Star Wars universe? Mm. Well, there was a lot of that in Chicago, too. I mean, yeah. That was when he came out in Chicago, he got a big, yeah. you know. It's just been, it's, it's Star Wars is, is, a, is a tough fandom that just really has Look, no In 15 to years, the people are going to say, you know, episode eight is one hell of a great Star yeah. Wars movie. Uh, but here's the thing. Here's I hope thing. I live to, sur- I, su- I, su- I hope I have survived to live long enough to see people in 2046 be like, man, episode eight is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> like, I thought it was terrible when I was 20, but now that I'm 45, like, it's really good. The younger, younger generation, Bella's generation will appreciate No, No, here's the thing, though. It's not just Star Wars. It's toxic fandom. I'm in G.I. Joe groups, and, and they're, they're it's just all... so toxic. Wrestler, wrestling fans are just as toxic, maybe almost as toxic as Star Wars fans. That's because wrestling fans have to continue to... to struggle with the idea that what they like is super gay. Don't say that. That's not that's not appropriate. That's it's it's but it's there. I mean I've had I've seen it with wrestling fans that are like big macho dudes that all of a sudden realize what they're watching can be construed as very homoerotic. And that they struggle with it. I mean that's what it is. It's not all of it, but no. there's a large portion of wrestling fans that, but that I knew also when but I was that also was, was, was for the much. for the LGBTQ plus wrestlers that just kind of diminishes what they're doing, too. I'm not diminishing anything. What I'm saying is that there is a fan base that is afraid of what they love because... Look, I my, wish you my, were watching The favorite, Boys right now. My favorite Joe is Gung Ho. Yes. Who's ripped and wears a shirt. One of my favorite... A paisler, no, he wears a, a teal... He wears, he wears a, a vest. That's yes, it. a teal vest. He wear, my, one of my favorite Cobras is Dr. Mindbender, who is in a BDSM outfit. Yes, don't think that as I was an adult, I looked at it like, those are strange choices. Yeah. You know, and just except I was like, where? I don't care, whatever. But I could see someone who has that and has to defend himself from his own thoughts of no homo. Because it's just like these characters. 
and try to find new things. I totally accept. I remember the Which first is time I watched because some of those people of the, are the Rust Belt the, the, the white E-Bombs males that world are stuff. The Fensler films and the one with Gung Ho. He talks like this. He's so super gay. And I remember Mikey just laughing at it, and I'm laughing at it, just like, <laughs> of course they made it. But he looks like he's out of the village, people. Yes. Of course he's going to be the gay stereotype. But it didn't, you know, I wasn't like, I can't believe they made Gung Ho gay. That's stupid. But, it, wasn't, it, just, it just doesn't matter. But a matter. lot of the guys that, you, that are, you know, have issues with uh, homosexuality are the ones that are very... Wrestling is real. Do not talk bad about my wrestling. You know. Exactly. And that's what Star Wars and it's fans really, do. It's because really when Star Wars fans as adults realize that all of these movies are made for six years old, six year olds, and they're totally into it. Mm-hmm. That's where something that's like, yeah. Now Marvel is there a has point a... where I've stopped and said, I'm nearly fifty years old and I feel just as strongly about Star Wars as I did when I was six, and maybe, maybe mentally, I'm not super great. Right. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm just, I haven't really, we're the generation that never stopped being children. Correct. We buy toys, we buy all of that. My dad didn't do that. He threw everything away and he became a man and he went. They and are collectibles for adults. They're toys. They're toys. They're stupid ass toys and you can't get them and they're, they're terrible and they're too and expensive. So many people are bitching and complaining. I There's can't get, I can't believe they're not shipping my stuff. I'm not going to get my, you know, somebody made a cake for the one year anniversary of the, uh, that was hilarious. Pre-orders for the, the Merrick and the, uh, the Galen Urso and Anton Merrick. And it's just like, guys, they're toys. If you have them ordered, which I'll get into that in a minute, because I found a, a word for pre-order that works. Yeah, order. If you, no, That's pre-sale. It. It's a pre-sale. When you, buy, when you no, order a book. for sale. When you order a book, they say it's a pre-sale. It's still wrong. You're ordering a book. You're, st- you're, you're buying it through a pre-sale. But you're buying it. Yes, but you're it's in, for sale. If you're buying something that's for sale. If it's not out yet, it's a pre-sale. All, no, it's not. It's all zero sum. Order, if they don't sale. charge you for it first, then pre-sale works. Because it's just putting down an order. Yeah, but that's the order. But it's a pre-sale. So you're selling. You're, you're not being sold. You're, you're not, not being, being charged. before you're being sold the item. So when if you haven't paid for it yet. You guys are stretching to yes. try and prove me wrong. Right now, so <laughs> the when, funny thing, when you the, purchase from Hasbro and it hasn't the, come out yet, it's the a funny pre-sale. Thing exactly. for the cake is the fact. And then what I would agree with is they're available on UK pulse right now. You can yes. buy them from, from Hasbro pulse UK and have them shipped to you immediately. Well, so why are they not? Somebody in the UK just got the three pack of Vipers from GI yeah. Joe. So it's just that that's where I'm like, but when you talk about toxic fans, have you noticed that, first of all, the DCEU fans are toxic in the opposite way. They're overly devoted to products that aren't necessarily good. The diehards are. Yeah. I mean, you know, there, there's, a petition, de- there's a petition that has over a million a signees for Johnny Depp's female lawyer to replace Amber Heard. In- <laughs> God. <laughs> there was... Um, I hate this world so much. <laughs> just need another flood. <laughs> you said that the other day. Just get rid of everybody. No Noah's Ark. <laughs> Nothing. Just open up all the flood channels. Let it let the water flow. Zack Snyder would have an ark. But then again, we're in a drought, so yeah. is there really that much water that we could use? No. We, we would suck it all up here in California. Like, yeah, just keep it coming. <laughs> in 40 days, this is awesome. It'll just evaporate. <laughs> it just comes here. It's like, oh, we filled up all the well water. We did all our plants. We don't have to water our lawns on one day. 
Or just one day. <laughs> just one day. Um, fan is short for fanatic, and mm. it exists in everything. No matter where you are, you have that toxicity. And there is, I mean, going to celebration. Marvel's not as bad, though. Marvel's got it, too. Marvel's, Marvel's got, got it. it where A little bit. Marvel's, they all have it. They all have it. Everybody has it. The thing is, you go to something like Celebration, and you notice that the community does kind of together. It is a a vocal minority. Yes. There's, you know, a minority that spends the time on the internet that has to make the videos and has to do whatever and doesn't understand. They're still doing the one thing, the only thing that Lucasfilm cares about. Talking about it? No, watching it. Sure. They're still watching it. Well, I saw I There's saw a some... guy in the group we're in absolutely hates Kenobi. Mm-hmm. Watches it every week. Watches it at midnight as soon as he can so he can get on there and say, but Kenobi's stupid because it does this and this and this. What, but what bugs me the most it. is the guys that will pull these fake articles and regurgitate it. And, you know, it's like there's one guy that's on YouTube that's posting about, you know, Kathleen Kennedy says that, you know, and he's reading it like he's reading it out of an, an article. You know, Kathleen Kennedy admits that Kenobi's not exactly the best film that that it didn't transfer over from being a movie script to a, a TV series as well as they had hoped. It was never a script, was it? I remember they, they were talking. They, they said that when fans started calling for a Kenobi movie before there was a Disney Plus, remember there was there was talk there was that Kenobi, they were thinking Boba about Fett, it. Jabba, Yoda, right. Ice Cream Man. Nothing went into production or pre-production. Yeah, it was just the idea. It was the same thing. There wasn't a script. There wasn't a script. There wasn't a script to do Rogue One when it was approved. Correct. It was just an idea that, that yep. Len Dykstra had. and then. Uh, but to, but to sit Dykstra there, like, I know we, we sometimes will quote things. But we also, when we quote things, we try to give the where it came from. You know, we try, we, we try to also get it from credible sources. You know, excuse me. We got this covered. You know, we don't, unless we're joking about it. Oh, did you see this was on, you know, da, 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 But some of these guys, they spout it back as if it's the word coming straight from Kathleen Kennedy Until I see with no, with no evidence. You know, show me the clip where she did that. Show me the article where it's got her quote in there. And then I'll go, okay, you know. Yeah. But... She's not going to sit there and especially bad, you know, say apologize for if she didn't apologize for for the rise of Skywalker or Solo. Do you think she's going to apologize for Kenobi? Because they were because in you know Kenobi as much as I love Solo, Kenobi's still written better. I enjoy it more. You know, I just. <sighs> I know I've got to stop looking at things on the internet because it drives me you, insane. You need to stop the internet. Just I don't I don't understand. I don't get everything that you're looking at. But, but when Moses when when Moses Ingram shows up at Disneyland and gets booed, yeah, there's something wrong with that. Yeah, they're racist. We know they're racist. They've been racist the whole time. You had fans, you had people that have not had a that have had a problem with Lando Calrissian for 45 years. Until Danny, or Danny Glover, until Donald Glover played him. That'd be a different no, Lando. They still have a problem with Donald Glover playing him. Yes. They have a problem with having a black person in space. Um, on that same note, we had... Speaking of racists. Miss Marvel premiere this week on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. That's such a, a quiet premiere. It was a very quiet I saw, premiere. I saw like the billboard and I'm like, hey, wait, that's this week. <laughs> and you, oh. you text me immediately... 
Boy, the the Marvel Bro Boys. Oh, what the, they're gonna have the a problem. Are gonna have a problem with it because it is exactly what the comic was. She is from a Pakistani family. She is from a Muslim family, and it is there on a the very screen. a very religious Muslim family. Her brother is that yes. was the 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 brilliance of G Willow Wilson's Miss Marvel number one is that it presents her as a family that has a a, a very devout religious person. You have a stereotypical family very devoted to family too um um notion of mm-hmm. over parenting and that type but the two of them are we're 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 there for the faith but we're not wearing the clothing and whatever so she was able to get all these different levels of representation and then kamala who was i don't want any of this mm. i just want to be a kid right and it worked brilliantly that that year the year that issue came out i can't remember what year it was but i said that was the best issue of the entire year for a super especially in a superhero standpoint it was so beautifully done in that it gave you all these different elements and it, it presented them in a way that wasn't mocking there was no conflict in them except for the fact that kamala was like kamala didn't have a big speech like i don't want to be a devout muslim it was just sort of like yeah, I don't go to church as much as my brother does. I don't want my mom telling me I can't do this. That was just kind of it. So it really felt like a real teenage sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the show does it too. And if you're a bro hard that wants all of their Marvel heroes to be white and Christian and God-fearing and all that other crap, um, that you're going to have a hard time with this show. Well, it, to be fair, Miss Marvel number one came out during the all-new Marvel Now yeah, it was the stuff after um, AVX. Yes. So that wasn't a great... <laughs> there was a lot of people that had issues with the yeah, all-new Marvel it now. Have, it didn't have anything to do with that, though. Oh, no, 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 I know. It was just number one. Um, no, it, I, when I... Because I, I remember getting that issue, and 2014 is when it came out. Jesus. January 22nd, 2014. I know, it seems so much longer. Um... Can but you imagine what the price of gas was back then. <laughs> Two dollars. It was probably half the price that it is now. It was probably like four bucks. Maybe. I think it was less than that. Probably like three something. Yeah. Like um, there was so much of this that was like the first comic book. So much of it, like the 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 latest um, Avengers video game that came out. You know where she meets. The Avengers and and she's at a con and she's talking, you know, how much she knows. What is no, con's her last name? <laughs> Get out. Get out. Um what's amazing is that they found an actress that is so perfect for the role. Mm-hmm. That is you you couldn't have found anyone that is you know, is the embodiment. Uh, of her, and if I'm not mistaken, this is this is the first thing that she's done yes. acting wise. This is her first thing she's done out of high school. Yeah, um, uh, and <laughs> yeah, was, so that's pretty pretty awesome. It's it's I know it's Emma or Eamon. It's V E L L A N I. Velani. Velani. Am I right, Chris? Am I close? I got to see actually see the name. I just love watching you doing it. I know. I, I always butcher names bad. Yeah, that's it. Vilani. Vilani. Email, email Vilani. Who, you know, when she did an interview with Jimmy Kimmel, she's talking about how 
you know, when she was 15, she's dressed up as Miss Marvel. She knows everything about Marvel, Marvel movies, Marvel comics, you know, and that's what, you know, that's what Kamala is. Mm -hmm. You know, she, she knows everything about the Marvel movies. She's the physical embodiment of that character. Exactly. So that's why she works so well in this series. She said that she, uh, there was something that came up on her WhatsApp app or something for an audition for it. Yeah. And you know, it was just kind of this real sketchy looking thing. And wasn't her, even sure if it was real or her not. Her aunt sent her something through WhatsApp. Yeah. And it looked like some, you know, real spammy type of thing. And, and she put together a little video and they called her back and said, do you have an attorney? Mm-hmm. We want to fly you to Los Angeles. And, you know, mm-hmm. you usually don't get, you know, they usually, when you're auditioning, especially like that type of audition, the first question usually isn't, do you have an attorney? Unless they are very serious about bringing you on. Yeah. That meant that immediately they went, that's her. That's her. Yeah. They saw her and they went, that's her. Who else do we have? Okay. Maybe there's two other people. Bring those three. Cause we're going, you know, we want her, but we got to see how she tests. Yeah. And she tests as well as she is right there. We're done. Mm-hmm. But I, I was, I sat there and I was amazed by that show, the, how authentic it was. And even creating the Avenger con, we were talking about this the other day, that you would have, you know, at, that, at this point in the, in the 616 universe with the MCU, you would start wanting to have, they'd start wanting to have these things, you know, but for. It, it isn't the 616. It is the 616. You haven't seen the video where she corrects the fact that it's not the 616? The actress says it's another number, which was the number before they came up with 616. I don't remember what the number was. 1,999. Yeah. Because no. it was, it was like beforehand, it was that Earth is outside of itself, which is why it's such a central universe or whatever. So she brings that up, and I saw that, and I'm like, even I don't know that. <laughs> I was like, holy crap. So there was, that was the joke. Was yeah. like she knows that this universe is not really the 616. It's this, this other number from beforehand. You know, she even says so Kevin Feige yeah, always she, rolls his eyes whenever she brings yeah. up that it's <laughs> Earth 199,999 or something like that. Um, did you see where she would, because she, when they filmed this, it was on the same, you know, it was when they were filming uh, No Way Home and Loki. Mm-hmm. And she walked up the second day or third day or something that she was there and she walked up to the security guard and goes, am I ever going to get to meet the Toms? And about 20 minutes later, he comes up to her and says, uh, Tom Hiddleston would like to meet you. And she was like, oh, my God. Well, it's funny because um, Tom Holland apparently ruined yes. No Way Home for her by showing him a picture of him and Tobey Maguire together. Yeah. <laughs> so she's like, Gee, Tom Holland ruined something. What a surprise. <laughs> know, right? She's like, it spoiled it for me. It's interesting to know that they were filming Spider-Man at the same time as this. You got to wonder... Could he be the the surprise cameo? Nah, it's hard to say. In the comic books, they, they have a lot you of gotta interaction. Kind of figure but it's surprise. Uh, the surprise cameo is going to be pretty licensed. Oh, yeah. without a doubt. That, I mean, I know it's that it's hard, hard to, to say because next year because of Spider Man and Sony and everything. You don't know what kind of deal they That's have. Yeah. That's Very the true. only thing I would say why he wouldn't be, but. Yeah, you'd hate for that cool. to count as an appearance against the contract, <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, it's like the. Uh, the Chris Evans four seconds in dark world. And it's like, okay, that counts. Wait, what? <laughs> or him in uh, Spider-Man uh, homecoming in the videos. Yeah. No. Um, 
It'd be funny though if she's watching those Captain America videos still in high school. Mm-hmm. They show that because you could re- just re- reuse the same footage. Yeah. I love, I love the little promo for the boys where it's Soldier Boy doing those, and in the middle he's just like, "Why the why the fuck am I doing these?" Or he says some quote and he's like. Do I really believe that? That's yeah. a bunch of bullshit. Or something. I, I wish you were watching the boys because you want to talk about something that's really taken on the state of the United States political climate. Would you say? Do I need more political sign? I've got enough. I mean, it's like Homelander now. You know, he's worried about his his percentage points, and he's up with Rust Belt white males, and he's totally you know taken on the the magma type. Yeah. You know. Um, oh, the boys though, man, they're getting away with so much now. Get away with it's on it's, it's on a streaming on, service. You can do whatever you Amazon want. Amazon and Amazon has a lot of money. So they built a nine. If Amazon wants it to be X, they can do it. it nine foot cool. tall, thirty foot long, dick. Yeah, I, I think the correct the term is penis. I don't know if we can say dick on the, the radio. Lesser. You just said fuck. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> and then blew it up from the inside out. <laughs> but these, they did for season about... two. They made a giant thirty-foot whale for them to drive a boat through. Uh, so I don't know what they can do for that. For, I've seen uh, people talk about something like I can never eat octopus again or whatever. Yes, I don't know what that is. So fun times. I'm glad people enjoy it. It's just something um, I never got caught up on. It made me think though. Because Soldier Boy is a lot like it's supposed to be Captain America. See, that's the other problem. His name is Soldier Boy, and all the time I was like, Soldier Boy, I just like think of some old rap song <laughs> with Soldier. Yeah, Soldier Boy. Tell him. And who was the sidekick? Um, gunpowder. Yeah, gunpowder. So his, his sidekick is Gunpowder, who was a kid when he was you know. So they're really taking on the the Cap Bucky thing, and they you realize, they're, they're but you realize. Archetypes. How wrong it was for Marvel to have a teenager firing weapons when you see so when you see gunpowder firing this you know fifty caliber and he's just hosing down people and doesn't really have control over it and he's th- and laughing and stuff. Well, remember, Bucky was created at a time when people were like, "I want to go serve in the army right, and I know. kill people." That was why he was so popular. <laughs> You're That's like, what he stood for. There's, there's, You're going, now I know why the MC started with him as an adult. Before Marvel uh, uh, was was acquired, I mean, there's one... Oh, which one was it? I think it was in I think it was in Deadpool Origins where he's Bucky, the grand soldier of the thing. <laughs> and then the cameras turn off or whatever. He does the reel and he turns. He's like, all right, uh, where's the sniper rifle? I got to go kill an innocent person in Germany. Like he is a terrible person, right? He, but he's a soldier. He's definitely That's what kind he of is. what they and he do with soldier to be boy. Fifteen years old or whatever he uh-huh. was, because he was he was a he was a propaganda piece, just like Cap was. I love to also the fact there are a that lot of kids in the United States in the 1940s that wanted to go fight, and they wanted kids to be like that. Exactly. So they gave him Bucky. Yeah, I, I like the fact with also the boys that you know they really show the absurdity of how superheroes would be in the military because they're not trained. <laughs> they're just these guys going out there. I think that's the kind of premise of, about this season is, you know, to really showcase that, you know, these superheroes are really just, you know, children that the Vought is babysitting. Yeah. And so it's, you know, they're really showcasing that. And it's it's an enjoyable season so far. I'm, I'm liking it. So It's just... They've pushed the uh, 
That's fine. I mean, they, I mean, because this week they had they had somebody get killed by different dildos. <laughs> killed by dildos is what they they call it. I should probably say spoiler. I mean, I'm sure there's people who haven't caught up on it yet. <sighs> but um, yeah. I mean, it, the thing that worries me is I'm really hoping that. Oh, it's how not- could you not tell that was coming though? If you're as soon as they open the cabinet, you know. Oh no, I knew that. No, it's like. No, I mean, it, just, it could be that it's just people haven't watched the episode yet when they're listening to this. Sure. But um, I, I really f- hope that they don't fall into the trope of the bad guy continuously overpowering any and, and crushing any progression that the good guys will have. Well, see, I think I, the way I think it's going to be is that I think that... Because it's fine for... I'm, afraid, I'm the, afraid that they're going to have Soldier Boy kill... Homelander, and then he become the big baddie they have to kill. I think you know. Well, going until the end of the season without reading the books, but having yeah, I mean, but um, I think having it go until the end of the season, if you wanted to keep pushing Homelander, uh, really oppressing and continuing his rise, that's fine. But there was one show I remember I really enjoyed watching. And the, you know, the villain, you know, not really a villain, but it was just the character that was on the opposition of the main character continuously brought down the main character over and over again. Over That was called of, Walking Dead. That would be Negan. No, it's, it's something different. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just teasing you. Um, over the course of two or three seasons, this main character kept getting like outbested and beaten down by this villain. And it just gets to a point where you're just like, enough you know the main character needs to win at some point and you can't have three doesn't seasons it sound like this. he's describing walking dead with negan <laughs> describes every movie that's ever no, existed I, I mean it's karate kid <laughs> yeah I know. six times yeah. yeah then suddenly he learns a crane kick and all of a sudden the super judo champion doesn't know what to do yeah, <laughs> yeah. that to me it, it creates the point where you're gonna stop watching the show because you're just like when it there's no point anymore it's just continuously Getting beat down over and over again. Now that describes me in The Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah. That describes most people in The Walking Dead. Uh, that was where I was. Yeah. So, I mean, even Ethan, but, who was so devoted to but it, that's is the, not... but that was over the course of you know right. what six episodes, six months, you maybe you know of a, the end of a season. But this the show I was watching, it was. I don't want to know what show that is now. It's called Wentworth. It's kind of like the Australian version of Orange Is the New Black. Oh, okay. So you had the warden, who was the this new character after I forget what happened to the original warden, but the new warden came down and was really like a you know bad bad you know person. Leroy Brown, no, but um, continuously you know put down the main character so much, even to the point where you know spoiler, main character dies in the middle of the of the season or something, and that warden still continues to oppress. The person that's kind of taken over the role of that main character over and over and over. And it was over a course of three seasons. And it's kind of just like, ah, I don't care for this show anymore because it's just, there's no, she needs to die. Mm-hmm. She needs to go away. But then because her character was played so well, they just continued to keep her around. And it was just like, oh, that's stupid. But yeah, and I stopped watching the show. I mean, there's still like two or three seasons that I haven't watched. It was a great show, but. Yeah. Done. You're done. I'm done. Have you? 
I was gonna say, have you made it through a series of something, you know, all from beginning to end? But I think you have. Yeah. Oh, Game of Thrones. Duh. Most most things I watch, I've gone through. I'm because I'm very. I it's the bad part is because I have the the collector mentality about everything. Or if I start something and I've been invested in it, I gotta finish it. It's the same with Walking Dead. I'm just waiting until everything's out for me just to like either buy the DVDs or watch it on Netflix and just binge it all and just run through you it. You know, you can always watch it on uh, AMC the yeah, day but, after. Yeah, but it's just, you know, at this point, there's two and a half seasons I need to catch up on. See, I, I, I'm really bad about that because I watch, uh, I'll watch just about anything superheroes. I've, you know, finished everything of superheroes. If it grabs my attention. I mean, I can even start watching Morbius. <laughs> Why? Um, if it grabs my attention, the thing for me is when a series comes around, it has to grab my attention in the first couple episodes. If it doesn't, then I'll stop watching it of the first season. But if I've watched it and it's got five seasons, for example, and I've you know I'm invested in it mm-hmm. by the end of the first season, I'm gonna stick it out through the rest of the se- and the seasons that are available because I want to feel. But I you didn't do that the with the Flash or with. Um, Arrow, Arrow or, or but I never started I liking those by the first season. I never watched them when they first started. I watched a few episodes here and there when it was on TV, and I was like, oh, this is interesting. The only show. one I haven't finished is Legends of Tomorrow, and I'm like two seasons behind on that. I will say the only one that I haven't finished that I started and got invested in within multiple seasons, but still haven't watched the last season, would be Supergirl. Supergirl I watched from... First season, Supergirl to the third. ended so weird. Yeah, so I watched from first to third season like almost religiously every week. No, I know you I really on, had was, a thing for it. I was watching it, and then season four, I kind of got backed up on shows or whatever, and I eventually went back and watched it. Got through halfway about season five, and I'm kind of like eh, it's falling off. So I even watched shows like The Gifted and yeah. you know all you know Preacher and all those, and finished all those. Yeah. So, like I said, if right, it Chris, are you going to watch Gotham Knights? I have no time for anything that's CW. Mm-hmm. Like I even watched Gotham that was on uh, F- on Fox. I watched Gotham too for like five episodes, <laughs> and I hated Gordon so much I stopped watching it. Yeah, it was terrible. It was a terrible show. I finished uh, Agents of Shield. Agents of Shield got really bad, and then it got good. Once Agents they of pulled, Shield the, started once they, bad, and then it got a little better, and then it got, and then it once they awful. pulled themselves away from the MCU proper, it got a lot better. Mm. It's too late for me. The first season that was just a waste. And once Gotham stopped trying to be Batman Jr. Once it was... My thing with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is if they had waited until after Winter Soldier, a much better show to start with that premise rather than go through three quarters of a season. Yeah. Or whatever, and then be like, oh, by the way, the entire reason they exist, gone and it doesn't even happen in the show. It happens in a movie. Well, you, but you, what you described, what you wanted, you said the show should have been was them being like either a separation of S.H.I.E.L.D. and being like their own special ops team. I thought there was a way to, I thought they should have done what Next Wave did, what Warren Ellis did with Next Wave, which was that Next Wave was a group of characters that, it wasn't S.H.I.E.L.D., it was an organization he right. made up called Hate. Um, <laughs> you gotta love Marvel's name sometimes. H A T E. 
and this group figures out that hate is a terrible is a bad organization and they break off but they're treated surprise, as the surprise. bad surprise their name yeah. is hate <laughs> i get a cow from new jersey and i eat it raw and then i bury what's left of it in new jersey um <laughs> the best speeches of all time uh, I thought that would be the idea that they see the corruption. They they find out that the, the Hydra's in the middle of S.H.I.E.L.D. See, that would have been better if they That's found it out saying. first. If they're there, even like, with... there's an evil inside of Hydra. Yeah. And I mean, it's, inside and of S.H.I.E.L.D. Inside of S.H.I.E.L.D. Shield, that, you know, you don't even have to name it as Hydra, but Coulson's like, there's something bad here, and I want to root it out before it gets mm-hmm. worse. And then it all comes to a head at the end of the first season where it all gets exposed, and then... The rest of the seasons is they're still treated as fugitives because they attacked Shield, but they're like, but we're trying to. You saw it, mm-hmm. so Cap gets up and gives a speech for four seconds, and you're fine. I've been telling you for a year that Shield's bad, and you're still chasing me. Come on, man. You know, it, but that was it. Was just it. Ugh, it just. It, but I mean, have you heard Chris Evans give a speech a bad, as Captain oh, America? Yeah. I mean, man, did you write that down, or did you just do that off the top man. of your head? Um, he can convince me to do anything. It just the characters speaking are of, terrible. Speaking of Chris Evans and Cap, did you see some of the um, the, the like the little things inside of the uh, VentureCon? Like you could buy uh, a Captain America that was kind of leaning over with the ass, and it said America's ass on. It. Yeah, there was that one. Mm-hmm. I was like, that that needs to be a notebook. Where's yeah. that? I want that. Mm-hmm. Some of the shirts they showed, I thought uh-huh. like those are great. I love the one with Rocket that said Trash Panda. Yeah. Um, but there's little things that are in there too that are very interesting. If you're a world builder, the idea, you know you see Drax, right? And you're like, oh, so Earth knows about the Guardians. But then you realize, and the other stuff, they all have their names wrong. Yep. They have you know Trash Panda, and then there's a Groot one that says uh, it just says Tree or Mister Tree or whatever on it. And then what was it? it they called a there's a I think there's a book and it's like Peter Quill the Star Boy Saga. Yes. Get his name wrong too, so it's like. It's just something that happened, but it's not like they stayed around to introduce themselves. Well, even Kamala said that, you know, she, her Captain Marvel's her favorite. She had to do research, and a lot of what she found was listening to to uh, Ant-Man's podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that it, would be, it, that it would be Scott that would kind of give up everybody. Yeah. Um, I was like, yeah, he's, and she's great, too. I don't, yeah, what am I doing here? <laughs> uh, it, it's interesting, because that's, one of the weirdly fascinating things for me is how the world in the MCU sees Correct. them all. And that's why, you know, just to think like, how do we react to aliens invading New York mm-hmm. led by a demigod from Viking fairy tales? Like what, what, what the hell is well, going on? And we get a little back, bit of that in Hawkeye. If you go back, back to, uh, if you go back to dark world, when, um, or even no, I guess it would be Thor Ragnarok when, when Thor shows up with Loki and they're on the street and you know he takes pictures and selfies yeah. with people, you know you can that see it there. Know who Thor was? Yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's sort of when people just, they're not going to be in, in a world with cell phones. The Battle of New York is probably the most photographed piece in, in right. history. Mm-hmm. See that dude in the armor, you know? Because I and it's it's interesting. To go back and see, for something like you know, in comics, Tony Stark keeping his identity as Iron Man a secret, mm-hmm. going so far as to build the robot suit so that they could be in the same place at the same time right. and be like, "See, I'm not Iron Man." 
but in a movie that, where I kind of realizes secret identities are dumb. Like in, in a modern age, they're stupid. That's why you had to do what and you did with Peter Parker. They did it with Peter. They did it with, um, you know, they tried to keep Peter a secret when he's a vigilante, but you could kind of see it in it when you get to his movie. And then the next, like, there's no way he can keep that a secret. No, but that's why Not you also, age. right. But that's why you do and what you do with, he did what you did because his is the only story that really matters that his, his, that he has a secret yep. identity. Although there's really no reason for it because spoiler alert, May's dead. So we'll see what happens there. Um, but it was interesting to see them kind of play around with that idea. The idea that Bruce Banner is known to be Hulk. Yeah. That Hulk isn't just, Oh my God. There's this giant monster, mm-hmm. but to realize, oh, I can I can Google Bruce Banner, and find out what Doctor Banner has done. Yeah, and as both the Hulk and as yeah. Doctor Banner. So it's just uh, to play with it because you get into that first Avengers movie, the only two characters that are a secret are Black Widow and Jeremy Renner, and and Hawkeye. Jeremy Renner, yeah, he, Jeremy Renner as a person, <laughs> he has a secret identity as Hawkeye. Um, Thor to a degree. But everybody knew who Thor was. But, they, but Thor doesn't really have a secret know, identity. Right. Thor had a secret identity in the comics yes. to be Dr. Donald Blake, which is what they play around with. But the idea that within even that first battle, in the Battle of New York, if someone's looking at it, I know who Captain America is. Mm-hmm. I know who... I probably wouldn't know who Hulk was because they probably kept that a secret, but he's, I've seen him before. I know he exists. Unless you're including the Incredible Hulk movie. If, because he, because because Bruce Banner was wanted. Oh, the Eric Banner one? No, no, no. Incredible Hulk, the one with. Yeah, but that that wouldn't be common knowledge. To me, that wouldn't be something. Sh- it wouldn't come up on your phone like, oh, here's that green thing, and that it was Bruce Banner's wanted. But I don't know if they took it was like Bruce Banner's wanted. But for I, turning I thought the university battle was video. It is, but you don't see him as Bruce Banner. Sure, you just see him as Hulk. But that's. There would be those two characters, like some dude with an arrow and a hot chick in black, where you're like, I don't yeah. know who those are. Because S.H.I.E.L.D. would have kept their identity. Right. Secret. It'd be like seeing someone from, you know, SEAL Team 6 sitting there. Like, I don't well, know Black Widow really wasn't known what her identity was until the until she sits down, you know, at the end of uh, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. But it is a, it, it's, it's interesting to play that type of idea. And I think we, we had talked about that here where it's like, how much does the public know about the Battle of Avengers Campus? Right. And here, it Apparently seems like they, they know seem a like lot. Apparently, they a lot. Yeah. yeah. And whether it's, and, and is it because Scott tells them all? You know, just to tell them like, well, look, there's a bunch of heroes that do these things and you deserve to know about it. Yeah. Where the government would be like, don't really tell people that we were invaded by a time-traveling uh, <laughs> See, that would, that would be interesting... Because you, you, said, would think, you would think that they like, would want to keep a lot of that a secret. I mean, I guess you after the Battle of New that. York, then if this happens again, you're going to kind of tell a little bit. And if, also you have, you have the world that's, you know, just blipped back into existence. That's, that's the thing we've talked about here. Like, how much does authority tell you what the blip is? Right. A alien being who's super strong came to Earth with a glove with a bunch of stones on it that control elemental forces of reality itself and did this, and that's why your mom disappeared. That's why you're five years you're, older you're, you're than your older brother. Me, I mean, I, oh, everyone just accepts it. Like, look, look, at our, look at our real world, what we don't accept at all. Like, could you imagine how that's out there? I love, I love the, the people in the memes and stuff that said, you know, you know uh, oh, yeah, how am I supposed to believe in, you know, in 
that after five years of, you know, this blip, how am I supposed to, you know, that all of a sudden people just go right back into society like it's nothing. And then they go 20, uh, 2020 to 2022. <laughs> oh, yeah, because, you know, yeah, people are just jumping right back into it like a, it's nothing. A decent enough amount of people who think the moon landing is fake. Sure. If you tell them an alien came and snapped his fingers with some with with uh, some nice bling on it and your do- your mom disappeared and guess what she's back because some dude in an iron suit did the same thing no that's stupid it's got to be that the CIA held my mom prisoner for a while you know or whatever it's just it's the lizard people came and got yeah, her yeah it, it, it's they would believe that over aliens there's only so much that's there because it is just like stupid fantasy mm-hmm. but to me that's kind of the fascinating thing like what do you think once we see black panther 2 yeah. Well, how does Wakanda deal to with T'Challa blipping? Because remember, they were supposed to be uh, putting an outreach program together and everything like that, All stuff which we haven't there. seen that happen. And it's in in Avengers Con. You see in the background, there's something like you know tours to Wakanda, tours yeah. to New Asgard, tours to you know sort of an idea of you can you can go and meet some of these people and, and the things that are there. Yeah, Wakanda outs itself in it, and in, in, in at the end mm-hmm. of Black Panther. And of course, they're a major part of Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Thanos, Thanos wins the battle in Wakandan territory. How much are they going to say? They're a secret society to start with who's starting to open up. Is it Wakanda that comes out and says, this is what happened? Well, Wakanda really comes in the forefront also in Civil War. Because you have their king right. die yes, in front Wakanda of the world. Yes, still a nation, but you don't know what it is. It's, it's Black Panther where it really is the, no, I'm going to tell everybody that, yeah. no, no, we're not a third world dirt farmer thing we're the most technologically advanced race on the planet well that's why at the end of black Take panther that, whitey that's why um, at the end of black panther you see the the ship appear yeah but then the 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 flip side of it, it's just that, that 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 thing again how does a nation deal with their king disappearing like that? yeah you know for all intents and purposes everybody thinking they're dead we get some nice snippets we get some things of you know their whales in the hudson and the mets still suck um, I almost wish Homecoming wasn't the, excuse me, not Homecoming, uh, Far From Home wasn't the first movie after the blip. Because that movie went right back into everything seemed to be pretty normal. Other than you, the first the, first the, few seconds where you see like yeah, you the see basketball couple, team show up on top of the other pieces, basketball team, um, or the cheerleaders show up. In. Yeah, it was, yes, because it's not a film to tackle that right. as much as it's convenient that all of his friends disappeared at the same time. Yeah. And it's like, oh, look, MJ and Ned, of course they blipped. Flash, of course they blipped. Like his whole school blips, and then they come back, you know, instead of coming back. The idea the that one that, person, one person in the, that they add to the group is now five years older. Yeah. It, it, it was, you know, he didn't blip, but, of course, Scott's gone away for a long time. He comes back, and he sees Cassie being much older. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess everybody blips in... in uh, Clint's family. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's helpful. It'd be interesting if Clint's family doesn't all blip. What if like the youngest the baby is? Yeah. Now, and now it's, it's he's the, six the oldest, years old. Yeah. yeah. Where it's like, it, it's kind of the, the, um, it was this, the Superman thing. It was because Kara, Kara was older than him on Krypton. And right. And they get here because she took longer to get here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clark is now older than Kara. Yeah. They're like, oh no, we don't want an older woman. But we just want her to be hot and sexy. Kate Bishop blipped, right? Or did she? I don't believe so. Because you see her as a little, I guess. You no, see I guess her not the, the because she's already graduated college. college. Yeah. yeah. 
No, I don't think they touch up on her. No, no she, yeah. Everybody you like didn't blip. <laughs> I mean, really, the, the what it starts to deal with it is WandaVision. Yes. With both Monica and Wanda, obviously. Wanda comes back to find a different world and a vision that was that, that she didn't save just before she blipped. And to see other people come back, you know, part of her trauma is well, Monica coming back and her mom Monica being dead. Mom, yeah, it's it's you get it through Monica and you get it a little bit in um, Black Widow, which was interesting. And then you also get a lot of it in Winter Soldier. That's what the whole oh world. Winter yes. I'm not, sorry, not Winter Soldier in, in Falcon Winter Soldier. Falcon, I was like Winter Soldier. They didn't blip it. What was that? I mean, they just blip in the middle of Winter Soldier. <laughs> what the hell's going on? That's how that's how the helicarrier crashed. It was a uh, it was a blip. Did you see the, the, the rumor that they are putting that? Why I, I think it was from some like EU or something or EW or Entertainment Weekly or something saying that there is a rumor now that Marvel soon will be announcing a Thunderbolts series or film. I saw something about that, but I didn't. I, I think it's even farther because they have a director. I think Marvel admitted they have a director. Okay, they don't know who's in it, right? But it'll be interesting. Because there was someone who put, he did a, a digital mock-up. It was like the Avengers yeah. from the first movie and then the, all their replacements. Yeah. And so it's it's Sam, but it's Yelena and yes. it's Kate uh-huh. and Rhodey. Yes. And I think they used Abomination for Hulk. Uh, they didn't know. Uh, I think they had Hulk, but they didn't. They had Abomination or She-Hulk. Oh, She-Hulk. It was She-Hulk. But people are talking about with Thunderbolts because the Thunderbolts are introduced. They are villains. Right. None of these are exactly villains. They're more of like anti-heroes. If we get US Agent. Yes. Yelena. Um, Abomination. Bucky, maybe. Bucky. Guys with, with a, a past and a more put together a team that's Zemo. more. Yeah, Zemo. Zemo was yeah. listed in it. And Zemo was in the Thunderbolts. He was, he was the Citizen V of it. You could put Sharon Carter there, too. Yeah, they're not necessarily outright villains like they were in the comics, right. but those that kind of have a gray area. But see, and you have don't no problem finishing the job. But I don't think Marvel wants to put outright villains there now because they of, don't have any. Well, that <laughs> and because of also Suicide Squad. Yeah, but it's also because that way, you, if you do it, if you do it now, position, you look like you're just copying Suicide Squad. It's not even that. It's you're not in a position where that team is needed. Sure, oh, Thunderbolts totally. existed because of Heroes Reborn, oh, right? And needing a team and they decided oh you know baron zemo puts this team together mm-hmm. like if we come out as fake superheroes we're going to get to do all this cool stuff and we're going to work with shield and get all the shield secrets and in a year or two we're going to reveal ourselves and we'll like you know control the world but here you can totally believe that shield puts together its own team I think Taskmaster was was a was a rumored one for it too. Somebody that can work outside of a the group law that would be not so outside of the law that is going to kill people. Sure, that is going to end threats and will follow orders as long as there uh, those orders are to go kill people. Right, and end threats to you know, it's like oh look, there's a Chitari that's still alive. Hey, uh, John. Yeah, what's up? Will you go shoot him in the head? Yeah, you got it. Yeah, go team USA. You know, whatever. It'll be interesting to see. America. They have all these things. You know, secret yeah. identity. Or secret, secret invasion is going to be different. Yep. All these types of things are going to be different where they just use sort of the same name and you can tweak it. But it is interesting. It is fun to be like, what would you see in what we see in the MCU? 
and say, oh, these characters would fill the role that you think Thunderbolts would reveal. And that's what we just did. You know, like that's what it would be. It's not going to be Dark Avengers with Harry Osborn. That's still one of my favorites. Is when, when Dark Avengers comes out and they're watching the 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 fugitive Avengers that didn't do with the that didn't do the superhero act are sitting there watching. And you have Clint like, who is? Who's yeah, I remember that. Oh God, is it Bullseye? <laughs> Bullseye. Am I Bullseye? Son of a. <laughs> Like he's so mad. Bullseye's me? Are you kidding me? Bullseye to do that? I mean, it's a psychopath. Dark Avengers is amazing. Dark Avengers is good. The best Dark Avengers thing is 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 that Bullseye with uh, when Bullseye's him. It's in um, Deadpool because the reason that uh, Norman's able to get the information that he gets to kill the Skrull Queen is its info that. Deadpool finds in, in, in the comic that he had his secret invasion one. Right. He transmits it to Nick and Harry, Harry Norman, Norman intercepts it. And so like, Oh, I'm the hero. Yeah. And so there's one where Deadpool goes to Norman and like, you owe me money. <laughs> so he goes to him and he demands money and him and bullseye fight. And of course, like Deadpool can't die. Right. So it's just bullseye. Like what the hell? <laughs> like I've, I've put a bunch of swords into you. I've set you on fire. I've shot you. It's two issues of the, that, that the Deadpool series at the time, the one after it's brilliant. It is a, it's two best, some of the best episode episodes, uh, issues, of, issues the, of Deadpool I ever read. It was mm-hmm. really fantastically mm-hmm. well done. And you know who didn't do them? Rob Liefeld. So there you go. <laughs> the best stuff of Deadpool Rob didn't do. Paul wrote Deadpool twice. He wrote it. I mean, even, even Deadpool in, uh, and the movie X Force is built on yeah Deadpool and X Force. He wrote him in number two, right? And that's it. Yep. He wrote New Mutants. He helped to write New Mutants ninety eight. He helped to write X Force number two, which is Deadpool's second appearance. You don't see Deadpool again until the teen numbers, and he's already off doing Young Blood. Yeah, and pissing off but everybody. He, but else even that, in Yost Run of, of uh, X Force, yeah, it's just, he's it's, just he's so much better in it. Um. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to think of where we go with Miss Marvel. I think Boy, is I'm going to be probably Marvel one of the most underrated pieces. Miss Marvel will be the least watched and most hated online. Do you think more so than She Hulk? After She Hulk is getting very, very She Hulk is just because they're like, the CGI is bad. Yes, it looks more interesting. I, I think to to a, what I believe a it looks kind more of like casual... a comedy too. It should be. If you read Dan Slott's run, sure. that's what it is. Um, it depends. It'd be interesting if they do it in Dan Slott's tone or Charles Soule. I think Charles Soule's from the, from the trailer. Was very lawyer. Both of them are very lawyerish. Yes. The difference is Charles Soule was a lawyer. Right. So he was writing it from a position of strength. Like, oh, yeah, I know what all this is. Mm. Um, it seems like there's a lot of comedy. A too, lot of... He's way too talented. I hate him so much. Well, I can write a good, great Star Wars. Although, story. although they, may take, they may do a combination because if she's doing lawyer stuff... It's it, gonna be lawyer stuff, and it's gonna that'll do, be I, I more of the slot. Funny. Yeah, it's 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 this. Your mother is a slot. Uh, <laughs> if anyone's watched Beavis and Butthead from thirty years ago, you know what I'm talking about. Um, the idea of I want to see how they tackle the that idea of needing litigation in a superhero world. Yes, you know again is. The, there's probably people in New York that would have sued Tony Stark. Like, I know you were fighting the Chitari, but your rocket boots just totally destroyed my cafe. But it'd be nice if they bring in some, you know, like you could bring in, well, I guess you can't bring in Speedball yet. Or, you know, I was going to say bring in some other characters, 
But, you know, we're going to start running out of characters before long. We They'll need be to get doing into mutants. They're, uh, just, they're just doing speedballs. But if you, if they, if you get some lesser-known characters, you know, to come in and just be you know, in court, I think that'd be awesome. Because sure, you, then you're expanding. You'll have someone suing Stiltman for Peeping Tom. Yeah. You know, <laughs> he walked by my apartment when I was getting out of the shower. I didn't think I'd have to close my drapes on the 17th floor. But there he is, just like, oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> that's, that's like in The Boys. Yeah. <laughs> when he walks in the office first and she gives him an envelope, she's like, um, so so-and-so was <laughs> caught like uh, masturbating in front of someone's window. Oh, well, that that doesn't seem like it's a superhero thing. It, yeah, she was on a plane. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Something like that. It's <laughs> <I was> like... <laughs> but yes, I, I think Miss Marvel is going to get the most vitriol of, of any of them mm. because of the, premise, I can see because that. of the actress, because of the religious aspect to it, as small as it is, it's just, it's going to be there. Cause it's not going to be her, you know, it's not winter soldier where they're running around shooting bad guys. Right. And it just, it just isn't, it's going to be her. And then of course we've got purists. They're like, she doesn't stretch. Why does Kevin Feige hate stretching? I'm like, Oh, because it's expensive. That's no, I, I honestly, I think it's for a completely different reason. I think they did not, and I was telling Beth this when I saw it. I like how they did the 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 stretching because it, it gives it more of a cosmic feel, which is you know feels into the Marvel, the Miss Marvel part of it, the Captain Marvel part of it. But I also think that they did it on purpose because they don't want the first time you have a stretching character in the in the MCU not to be Mister Fantastic. It's not. Mr. Fantastic is already the stretching character that we've had in the MCU. I just had this argument with Ethan the other day. Technically, yes. You're talking about fans watching it. That's what that's it, it's totally right. The first stretchy character that fans that that love Marvel saw was Mr. Fantastic. Yes. Mr. But Bombastic. He was not in the 616. Yes. It's they did it because one, it's cheaper. And then second, yes, they don't want to make it. Because then you would just get all those videos like, is Kamala Khan related to Mr. Fantastic? Exactly. Reed Richards had sex with the mom. <laughs> with I don't know her name. The mom. <laughs> I was going to look it up on IMDb and then I said, screw it. <laughs> it's the mom. <laughs> Who, by the way, is fantastic. She is amazing. The, the parents were so good. You felt for them. Mm. You know, the point where he comes in as the Hulk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just... Oh, mm, it is heartbreaking. It's it, heartbreaking because you get their idea. Having too. a daughter that's that age. And so you going to Avengers con as Hulk. <laughs> if I'm going to Avengers con, that was the one thing that I was disappointed at Avengers con. There was no Bucky. Yeah. He's a mass murderer. There was no winter soldier at all. He's a serial killer. He's, you don't put him in there. He wasn't technically part of the Avengers either. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> he's not in the musical. I don't know if you saw that in, in Hawkeye. He's not yeah. a part of the musical. I guess that's true. Everybody that was in there, except for they did a show with Thanos, everybody that was in there was in the, the musical. musical. Yeah. That's the... that Because Ant-Man's feels there. Like, cause, well, that's the thing is... That Avengers, the Battle of New York Avengers, would be the public team. Yes. Everyone would know. What this hints at with the idea of, of Scott Lang is that the other people that everybody knows is Ant-Man. Right. That Scott Lang has made himself into a celebrity. Yeah. Because the, they know the about the him year, going to the gigantic man. Yeah, and, with the five-year blip Or gigantic two, dude. <laughs> we know when we see Endgame, the other person everybody knows is Banner as Hulk. Right. 
he's a celebrity. So they're all kind of like in their own celebrity thing. So there would be, you know, those would be the people that would be represented. I don't think the government's going to like, <laughs> hey, by the way, this kid here, right? So this kid was in World War II. Yeah, he came back, brainwashed, murdered a bunch of people. But there was no, there was no. Uh... But don't worry. He's been unbrainwashed since. There was no he Falcon went to Cap either. He went to Wakanda and he tended goats. But see, there so was Black fine. Panther. Of course, because Black Panther would be a celebrity. Black Panther's the king of a sovereign nation that's on TV. Like, hey, we got cool shit. Here you go. But there was no, there wasn't a, uh, there wasn't a Falcon Cap. Falcon Cap would be Falcon. <laughs> I love for there to be a Captain Winter Soldier, whatever, a, a second season where it, it's just Falcon going. Never gonna be as popular as Steve. <laughs> man, I should man, I should have taken the shield. He'd be sitting there, he's just looking at, at a picture of the, the actor who played solo, like, yeah, I get what you mean, buddy. <laughs> I'm the second one to do it. Nobody likes me. <laughs> um no, I saw the, 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 the those would be the characters that everybody knows. Yeah, I know. Captain Marvel's the only one that I'm sort of like, how does everybody know Captain Marvel? Yeah. You know, I know she's mm. in the, the second battle, but Again, they it's, it's, it doesn't take place in public. You don't think there's a lot of people, you know, maybe up on the hill with cell phones. Well, also, well, with, check this out. Well, the the thing is when the opening credit scenes or the opening scene of Miss Marvel, where she's <laughs> recapping all the, the stories and she talks about Captain Marvel right. coming in and blowing up Thanos' ship and then having to go back into space. So obviously Carol is known. They think yeah, that Carol she, is, she they think from, Carol is the one is the hero that saved the day. Yeah. It's, but it sounds like that, that information comes from that podcast. Mm-hmm. Yes. Both Maybe. In, in in Captain Marvel the movie and in well, because Infinity you do see, War, you don't see her like in a public view. I mean, but you do see the her hanging off the ceiling in AdventureCon and all yes. that. No, so. that, that's that's my question. It's like she's the only one that doesn't fit in like the others. Like mm-hmm. everybody knows what the Hulk looks like. In that modern sense, we've seen in in a shot of the kids at the diner. That Bruce Banner as Hulk can walk around yeah. and be approached and be like, "Can we get?" Because even all during the, the blip, she's not on Earth. Because even the Guardians—that's the other thing—is like the Guardians would be the other one going. How does anybody know who they are? Mm. Well, I guess know? that does make sense then if they're yeah. calling him trans- like Trash Panda and yeah, Mr. and it's Tree the idea all that, that all of that is secondhand okay. to me. But that makes sense. But the fact that Carol is so well represented, exactly like it is, like where the information come from? Well, it could be. It could be from the same place. It could well, be that from would explain Scott. why Scott Lang is so popular now. Because everybody's yeah. listening to his podcast. And if he's yeah, going, he's the only if one he's going yeah, the you know, so Trash Panda, you know, just yeah. making jokes and stuff about these people. Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's an aside. It's and just it could something be something that, that gets touched up on. It I mean, she, there might you, be a scene where she's listening to his they podcast. Are, they just called Paul Rudd and said, hey, are you willing to do a podcast? Can we put it out? Oh, the Marvel, the, the Marvel. Just like we like. We really can we have what would be really funny, Michael? Uh, as if it's a round table with all the security guys, yeah, and Paul Rudd, and it's it's like it's him Michael Payne, yeah, Pena. Michael, Michael Payne, and go through the whole thing yeah. to have Michael Payne and Paul Rudd do a podcast in character about the Michael Payne's like, so what do you think? Like, you were down there, right? And then like this glow in the sky came, and then it came through. What is that? And he's like, oh, it's yeah, not it really, was... it's not really Paul Rudd giving uh, the, the information or Scott Lang giving them uh, information mm-hmm. away, it's what is Michael Pena's name in it? Michael Pena. <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> I gypsies. don't remember. I know Dash Mountain is just gypsies. <gasps> gypsies. That's the best line in the first movie. <laughs> oh, gypsies. <laughs> this is crazy. But yeah, I mean, 
That would be funny if it was just like you're listening to the podcast and it's her. As a, as a meta Lewis. kind of thing. Lewis. What a terrible name. That's just his whole name is Lewis. Luis. Luis. Um, that would be, if, if I'm sitting there, I, I can almost. Excuse me. I got an idea. How much do you think we have to pay Michael Pena and Paul Rudd to do? Probably not much. They a probably. podcast in universe as Scott Lang and Luis, where Luis asks the questions and that's how. Kamala Khan finds out about the Avengers and, and all this. Like this is because now it I can almost like guarantee they're going to do this. It places the idea that a lot of the information that the public has about what happened and what the hell is it a battle of Avenger campus or is it the battle of New Jersey? What We've always called it the battle of either upstate New York or, or uh, Avengers Canyon. Uh, Avengers campus. Canyon? Yes. That's well, it is now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that so much of the public's perception of that action comes from Scott Lang. Mm-hmm. That's interesting to me because he is, he's there, but also somebody who has a criminal record, you know, that, that would lead to where you can explore the conspiracy theories and the stuff like, why do you letting a criminal fight Thanos? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Well, Cap vouched for him because he was willing to give him a hand in Berlin. Oh, he was in Berlin. <laughs> oh, no, that guy can't be. <laughs> well, you would think that maybe somebody was shooting, you know, camera footage there too they're in an airport oh yeah that oh there's definitely there's definitely footage of that yeah because they clear the airport out it's that old comic trope of like don't worry that building's empty now yeah you just evacuated six thousand people from a high-rise building in half a minute so that thor can knock it down when he's fighting there's no stragglers yeah it is, um, it's just like the, the Superman, you know, look, it's like Joe is really committed to his yeah. job and he's finishing that report before he leaves the building. When, when Kamala <laughs> mentioned Superman where you're like, no, no, no one in Metropolis died. All those buildings that Superman knocked down, uh, nobody's in them. Especially Man of Steel. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Oh, Jeez. Uh, no, as soon as she mentioned the podcast, I thought there's got to be, you know, you got to at least hear part of that in one of these episodes. Just like, uh, yeah, I don't doubt it. I really need Avengers the Musical to be on Broadway. But I really, I don't know if they do. I don't know if they would fly to New York to see that. I don't know if they do the the uh, Louis Louis. uh, Yeah, I don't think that that would happen. Recap, but that would be fascinating to do that. I would love that idea. Like a real podcast. Let him open one of the episodes with him just doing a recap of the whole blip. Oh wait, hold on. Mm -hmm. Marvel's calling me. (laughs) Yeah, no, you should totally do this. I got the best idea for you. Wait, we've already shot this thing. We all right. Look, we got to call. We got to call Paul Rudd. We got to. You can do it tomorrow. Oh yeah, come on. They can do it from home. God's yeah. sakes, you can resume. Yeah, that would be. Thing. You got money. And then they could easily did I mean, because you don't even. You According to the a, internet, you, you don't even out. need them on camera. It's, yeah, no, you don't. Literally that's what I'm talking about. It's, it's so cheap. And you know they've got the money because according to the internet, they didn't spend any money on Kenobi. And you can digitally put it so. in there, too. Oh, my God, that's so much. Oh, the, the CGI is just so horrible in this. I can't believe how bad the CGI was in the, oh, you know, in this episode four. You know, the. the the snow speeders just didn't look right. I, I saw that with someone like CGI in episode four was bad. And I was like, that wasn't CGI. That's all model work. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, speaking of which, I wanted to talk to you about the with Kenobi real quick. Because uh, oh, you may remember the, the, um, the tomb of... Uh, of uh, The Jurassic Park tomb? <laughs> yes. The tomb of, uh, of Jedi down in... You know, yeah. in the first one they show... Is the old like the goat looking Jedi from Clone Wars? Yeah, I didn't recognize any of the others. Isn't there? Isn't there one from Fallen Order? 
Is there uh, one it the could game? be. It could be one from Fallen Order. I thought Order. someone said one of them was from the... Someone said like two of them were instantly recognizable. Because I didn't. Because I, my memory's shot. Yeah. Um, I figured there were probably a few of them. It really stands to like... That'd be cool if they had Cal Kestis in there. <laughs> Order 66 really wasn't successful. No, it's right? Like Nine million Jedi out there <laughs> that are running around just just to because no wonder there's so many Inquisitors. Just because so many people were pissed off that Order sixty six happened and it doesn't follow with the <laughs> idea of Darth Vader hunted down and killed them all. It's just like oh we got to we got to keep all these Jedi alive to be able to so see Vader and kill. his minions go kill them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, also you don't. I mean, a lot of them were probably just killed in the field and left there. I feel like so they just, the ones in the tomb... Why would they put them in the tomb then? I feel like the ones in the tombs were probably killed by the Inquisitors. I think and this captured. is their trophies, basically. I think they're captured. I think so they were I, captured to put out... When someone said, like, why don't, they, why don't they kill them? And I said, they're captured because they need force blood mm. to make the Empress clone. No, it wouldn't be that... Mm, aren't there clones? What, what's the... There's something... Uh, well, Isn't they there did... like clone tubes in like the the first season of the blue bat the blue batch? Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> that's different. That's the new group of. Well, that's the there's, new yeah, there's clone. I mean, is there, there tubes there's or whatever? Camino. They show Camino, and then they also show at the end of them them disassemb- disassembling Camino and taking yeah, the, the but tubes don't they away. Have ones that look like Snoke or whatever. Well, so they touch like up that. on it on the Mandalorians. No, no, but reason... like, people are like, oh, it wasn't this early. Mm. I was like, Palpat. The reason that Palpatine ended up being the greatest Sith is because. He didn't just rush in with a lightsaber like, I'm going to kill everybody and run the galaxy. Mm. He planned it all. He knows by here that his speech to Anakin is, I can cheat death. See, the idea, but yeah, Plagueis, but I need Plagueis started book. that. I Remember. know, but it's the emperor that learns a different way to do it. Yes. Everyone thinks that, you know, you can cheat death because you go to the force and all of that, or you just keep that body alive. What Darth Sidious figures out is the old idea from Tom Veach and in uh, Dark Empire, I can transfer myself to a clone, but that clone's got to be Force-sensitive. See, And I can't get Force-sensitive blood to work in a clone, so it's there's two things. I need Force-sensitive blood, and I need a clone that'll accept it, and then we get, you know, we get to Snoke, but Snoke's still a failure because he doesn't transfer his consciousness into him. I think that we're going, or at least, I have this idea uh, that basically what you're saying is that you know, Palpatine is trying that that Plagueis's idea was that you could use force blood and a clone to sustain yourself and put, you know, put your mind into that clone. Uh, Palpatine learns that it doesn't work with a clone. You need to have a donor, basically a sib, a child. You know, my theory is that he impregnates Shami has Anakin with the idea that he's going to put his conscience into Anakin because Anakin is the perfect donor because he's not a clone. He's an actual, you know, part of himself with, and the, then the only problem I have with this, I think he would protect him more than rather let him play in, in the clone wars. But if you keep, well, he does. I mean, that's the only thing that I haven't figured out yet because once Anakin is, uh, mutilated by Obi-Wan at the end, of episode three, he tries it again with his, you know, trying again, which has his son, which ends up causing, you know, and he escapes, but Ray is what is left. That's why Ray is so important, important to him is because she is a perfect donor for him to finally transfer himself where he doesn't have to keep, you know, using a clone body and transferring out of the clone body and clone body. And 
I Snoke to me could end up being a crossbreed of Plagueis trying to take it to a next step where he's taking his body, trying to graph on another force user and, you know, trying to do the, 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 the way that they're kind of putting my mind Snoke into is, that. Snoke is still a failure because yes. he doesn't get strength, but he's a puppet. Yes. Cause he could use, he could use the force, but he's also manipulated by correct. Whatever. We'll see. I mean, as we know, the force can only exist in four different characters. Um, <laughs> But see, you don't get it on to own. me also that he could find Shmi in in the in the um, in the unknown region, and Shmi could have been as a child. Her family was stranded out there, and she was adopted by the, the by the by the Chris because she had force sensitivity. That they thought she could be a Skywalker. That is one of their navigators. That's how she gets the last name Sky. So when Palpatine's out there, he gets stranded and met up with the Chris, they use her to be his guide back to, you know, the, the main galaxy or to the inner rim. And, you know, he calls her Shami Skywalker because, you know, in our, in their galaxy, they have I need less connections. I know you need less connections, but this explains so much more. It, it it interconnects some of the holes. I don't think there's holes. To some people there are. It's, to some people that can't accept the idea that other people can have the force. Well, okay, it, it connects the holes with with. Yes, I know people don't like the fact Ray. that she got impregnated by bugs. Yeah, I also don't want her to be impregnated by Palpatine. Yeah, yeah, let's get it, baby. Oh, you know, I just, and then no, he wipes her memory and sells her into slavery. Just uh, that's enough. All right, so we're going to wrap things up. And by the way, that is copywritten because it is on this show and it was done on this date. And I have already writing that into a book, so. You know, there. Disney owns it already, anyway. Yeah, and all, co- all those characters are copywritten, so it's going to be in a book. At some point, I hopefully can hopefully can uh, submit it to Disney, but the book is called "The Age of Sidious." Oh, they you can submit it to Disney, and they they'll they use it. They don't accept unsolicited submissions. Yes, I know. That's why I'm also putting it here first. So, anyways, we're going to wrap things up. Make sure you check us out on Facebook.com/slash Still an unsolicited submission. It won't be at that point. They have to ask you. At that point, it won't be unsolicited by the time I'm finished with it. No. Disney. I understand. Solicit a submission to you. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. No, they don't. They do because any submission that comes to Disney and then they steal it, that's why they don't do it. By either a manager agent or they solicit you. Marvel, Disney, unsolicited means you can't solicit. Unsolicited means you, you can't submit it yourself. It has to be done through a manager or an agent. So great, get a manager to do it. And they're I still will. not going to look at it. So, anyways, make sure you check us out on Facebook.com/slash Nerdables, on Twitter at Nerdables Show, and on Instagram as Nerdables as Nerdables. So for Chris and Ethan, I'm already saying we will talk to you next time. Two subjects. <laughs>